Hi, welcome in. It's the Alonzo Podcast Baseball Quickie for Tuesday, July 28th, 2020. It's me and Mr. Deary. What's up, Mr. Deary? What's shaking, man? We are live. Yeah, we still have baseball, but it's a weird baseball right now. <laughs> There's a game going on right now. How many Marlins do you have? I have zero Marlins. No Marlins anywhere. Three leagues, no Marlins. Wow, good for you, man. That's very fortunate. Uh, because, But I did have teams playing the Marlins and players playing the Marlins, so uh, I've had to make some adjustments there, and I also have some Phillies and some Yankees. So there's been some moves made. So how do you... How do you understand this then? The Marlins will not play until at least Sunday or next week at all? I think they said they're canceling through Sunday. So I think Monday are they playing? I, it, everything's changing constantly. Um, we can't get full answers every day. Obviously, they postponed today's game. And now they said they're postponed through the weekend. And obviously, the Nationals came out and said, we do not feel comfortable going to Miami. Uh, Dave Martinez is... Definitely someone who's been a little sketchy about this whole thing and, you know, leaving his family and also, you know, having, you know, someone who could be at high risk. So he's he's very uh, scared right now, which is understandable. Who wants to go play Miami right now, unfortunately? Oh, man. Well, uh, sorry for all the Marlins fans. Sorry for the Marlins players. I hope that uh, things go well. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to have on Chris from Baseball Pods, the legendary Baseball Pods man, the man behind the whole mystery of the Remember the bracket back in March? That's him. He did way that. back, way back when. Yes. Yeah, when back there was when, no baseball. Back when we had twenty-two listeners. Yes, it was awesome. Chris <laughs> is going to be on tomorrow, so we'll have two Chris's on, and uh, really excited to have him on. He's like a, he's like a staple in the community. So, anyways, that's what you need to know for Wednesday. But for Tuesday, uh, right now the Indians and White Sox are playing, and the White Sox are down four to one. Last I checked. Yeah, uh, White Sox had the bases loaded last inning with Robert up, and uh, Savali got out of it. So, Wow, good for him. That's awesome. I feel like uh, the White Sox are a team that are just not going to get the job done this year, but they're going to be competing in all their games. But unfortunately, the pitching is going to let them down. Yeah, I'm interested tonight. Carlos Rodon will go in game two of this uh, doubleheader set, so we'll see what he can give them. Obviously, their pitching is has been very uh, abysmal through that first series with the twins. Uh, it doesn't get any easier because they're playing the Indians now. So uh, we'll see what happens uh, in this little three game set. Yeah. Bradley Zimmer hit a home run this game and I'm very excited about that. I did have him in one league in a deeper league. I drafted him just as like a late flyer. And now that he's healthy, this is the guy who was a prospect. And if he's available on your wire, I would go for him because he can give you power and speed and he's great for Roto, but basically any league you're in. Go get Bradley Zimmer if you can, if he's still there. He showed a lot of talent last year. He's a nice uh, left-handed outfielder that I like. Uh, and I think he's someone who, yeah, he was a prospect for a little bit. And I think, uh, you know, this short season here, he could really uh, show his worth towards the Indians organization. Yeah, he just fell off the face of the earth with the shoulder injury. It's unfortunate. But he's back now, so that's old news. And speaking of old news, Carlos Rodon, as you said, he was last year's opening day starter. And now he's back. Made his return from Tommy John surgery. I love his slider. It's one of the best pitches in baseball. Yes, I said it. I'm really <laughs> hoping. I'm really hoping that he can cash in now. He's still only 27. So that is definitely a start that I'm going to analyze this evening. Uh, but across the rest of the baseball, we got the Jays and the Nets. And last night, Annabelle Sanchez got torched for four <laughs> solo home runs. But he only gave up six hits and he struck out seven and had one walk. So 
it's a deceiving start for him. I, I don't. If you have Anibal Sanchez, I would hang on to him. I still think he's a deep. He's a good value player. You probably drafted him later in drafts. I would hang on to him. The Blue Jays are hot right now. They're playing good teams and they're hanging in there. Yeah, I mean they've proven with the the first you know four or five guys in their lineup, those guys that can get out of base. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez, who actually went pretty early in several of my drafts, bad leadoff for the Blue Jays. If he gets on, you have a slew of really good talented hitters behind him that can knock him in. And yeah, the Blue Jays, uh, you know, obviously Giles goes down, and you know they're able to patch that up. And and Bass comes in last night, and he's able to take care of business. And they got another uh, game tonight. Yeah, Bobachet's still out, and Teoscar's leading off again. So. Teoscar Hernandez got speed and power. Definitely a good combo. Another guy like Bradley Zimmer. They're kind of similar players in that respect. So pick up Teoscar as well. I He won't give you average, but he is a player who's developing, and I love guys like him. He's fun. He's a fun guy to watch. Uh, otherwise, in the Nats lineup, it looks pretty, you know, it looks bogus without Juan Soto. It's really too bad. <laughs> Starlin Castro at uh, third. He was batting third the first couple of games. That's no longer the case. He's now in the seventh slot, sixth slot. So, yeah, and Emilio Bonifacio. Emilio Bonifacio is starting in left field. Am I reading this right? Bonifacio. Is that um, is that Emilio Bonifacio? The one he's in playing. Only? Yeah, he is playing left field and will be batting ninth for the Nats tonight. What the hell? <laughs> oh my god! What's the last time he played in the MLB? It's been three years, a couple of years. Uh. I thought he was actually in camp with the Tigers, and I believe the Tigers actually let him go, and maybe the Nats picked him up. I could be wrong on that. Oh, maybe I believe I it. No, maybe I, I had that. a dream. <laughs> no, I believe that completely. I just don't. Wow. Okay. Hey, Emilio Bonifacio side. I got Bonifacio. All right, Cubs and uh, Reds. Last night, the Cubs almost melted down. Craig oh, Kimball, my God. Are you, are you off Craig, Craig Kimball completely? Is it just a fluke? Is it still early? But it's starting to compound going back to last season. His last five games, he's given up like, uh, four home runs, eight earned runs. It's not good. Well, I mean, there's a reason he didn't sign till mid sign till mid season last year. Not too many teams are really chasing him. Obviously, he's lost what he was in the past, and and last year, last night just looked like a disaster. And uh, the Cubs have been hitting the ball all over the place, so they, yeah. they need somebody in the back end of that pen to uh, you know shut it down for them. But you know, Lester goes five strong, doesn't give up a hit, and then they just start giving up runs left and right. Still pulled off the victory, but, uh, oh, man, they got to figure out the back end of that bullpen. I was kind of done on Kimbrell, uh, you know, two years ago, and, you know, I think wow. the Cubs may have to find uh, somebody else within that bullpen to, to take over his spot. Oh, this is so awesome, dude. We can actually interrupt each other's conversation now. You have a mic, because back in the Zoom days, if I tried to talk while you were talking, it would just drown out. This is awesome. It's like yeah. you're in the room with me now. Cool. Yeah, finally got on board, man. Yay! Uh, the Reds lineup is not out yet, as far as MLB.com is considering. They yeah, have, I'm, not, I'm on MLB too. I don't, I don't see anything. Uh, Mailey starting Enzel. there for them, but uh, we don't know if Nick Senzel's back yet. I think he might still be out. We don't know what's going on with him. If he's got a cold or if he's got COVID or what. Uh, I'm not sure what the deal is there. But it's Alec Mills versus Tyler Molly, and like you said, the Cubs have been hitting the tar out of the ball. It's really exciting. Uh, Schwarber, Hap, and Contreras have been the unsung heroes, in my opinion, because Rizzo gets all the play. And Brian's been terrible, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, they he has been. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rizzo's come off to a hot start, but getting that, you know, support he's gotten from those three other guys you mentioned is huge. And yeah, Chris Bryant has not looked very good in that first spot. He's chasing a lot of pitches out, <laughs> outside the zone. And it seems like every time he's up, the broadcast I'm watching, they talk about the 219 average for the leadoff guy last year with the Cubs. And it's like, Jesus, man, they're really setting this guy up for success, aren't they? Yes. Uh, Rays Braves. Guess who's leading off again? G-Man Choi leads off like all the time now. This is wild. 
I picked him up in a couple leagues. Yeah, I got him on the in the TGFBI fab on Sunday night because I needed a first baseman. I was screwed with Mancini being drafted earlier on, and I hope he's getting healthy. But G-Man Choi leading off. Great news. Uh, Ronald Acuna is really struggling, but don't worry. It'll come around. He's bound to break out any moment. It's Yanni Torinos versus Kyle Wright. We got Kyle Wright in the house. Any interest in Kyle Wright? Yeah, I mean, back to the Braves. Uh, like Acuna's been terrible. Dansby Swanson has been great. Had a couple last night. And, uh, yeah, Kyle Wright tonight, uh, if the Braves are going to be anything, he's going to have to be able to pitch well on the back end of that out of that rotation. I yeah. like him. Um, you know, obviously he had some struggles when he came up last year. Uh, this is going to be a tough matchup against the Rays. Rays obviously pounded the Braves last night. I think they put up 14 oh, yeah. runs. 14 to five. How many home runs were hit in the league last night? I didn't I didn't check in on that, but it seemed like there was 40 home runs hit last night. It was insane. The Blue Jays hit four alone, and then uh, the Rays hit a few more. The Royals so hit four or five. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Pete Alonso hit a home run. Yes, it was a lot of home runs last night. But the good news is uh, Brandon Lau is still in the lineup. Brandon Lau sometimes gets benched, but if there's a lefty, but he's hot right now. It's really early, really early, but he's got five ribbies and a 500 average, and he's hitting in the two hole. I like the Rays lineup. I love both these lineups. I would look strongly at both of them for DFS plays, which is still available because the first game is not till 640 Eastern. Yeah, I think tonight you're going to see more runs in that game. Uh, Yanni Chirinos is going to go for the Rays. Um, you know, he kind of locked up that five spot for them this year. Uh, I like him. He had some flashes last year where he was really nice, you know, being, a, you know, an opener and being the long relief man. So we'll, I'll be really interested to see what he can do against the Braves tonight and see if, what kind of value he can give you. He's good for ratios. I like him for your ratios like whip and ERA. So we'll see how that plays out. Let's head over to Pittsburgh, PSC Park, one of the most gorgeous parks in all of baseball. Brew crew and pirates. It's Derek Holland. This guy never goes. <laughs> Derek Holland never dies, man. It's amazing. The old and, lefty vet still there. Yeah, he's still doing it. And Josh Lindblom, the long-awaited, anticipated debut for some, because he's been in Japan or Korea. I forgot. He's been in overseas the last couple two years. Two years he's now, been in Korea. Okay, two years. And now he's back. So he's on the bump tonight for the first time. So I'd be curious to see if he can. He's supposed to be a guy that doesn't strike out a lot of dudes, but he gives you good ratios. So. We'll see if that plays out. Uh, Lorenzo Cain leading off. Same kind of lineup for the Brewers. Doesn't look like anything. Although, uh, Ben Gamble, it's a lefty again. So, no Ben Gamble again. (laughs) No Gamble in the lineup tonight. Yeah, good game last night. Uh, It was back and forth. Brewers tied it up. And then the Pirates took the lead. Headed into extra innings. And, uh, you know, had to put the guy in second base. Braves or Brewers came through and scored. And then the Pirates could not retaliate in the bottom half of the inning and the Brewers took care of business. Brewers have been really interesting. They're two and two to start. Look at some of these statistics. Keston Hero batting 176. Christian Lelich batting 056. Ryan Yelich Braun 111. Right Nobody is hitting. You got one guy batting over 300 in that starting lineup right now. Well, two, Lorenzo Kane and also Orlando Arcia in terms of the regulars, but yeah, waiting for that offense to, to come around and I'm sure it'll, it'll happen. And it could be tonight against Eric Holland, the lefty. Tigers and Royals, man. Throw out the pitching. It's Kyle Zimmer versus Ronnie Garcia. I'm not interested in any one of those pitchers. However, I love all the offense I can get in this game, right? Yeah, you got uh, Ronnie Garcia, rule five guy the Tigers picked up in the offseason from the Yanks. And Kyle Zimmer, who's making a major league debut. What? What? This is Kyle Zimmer's major league debut? Holy shit. Yeah. Wow, you're right. It is. And it's also Ronnie Garcia's major league debut. (laughs) Wow. Dude, if there was home runs yesterday at Comerica Park, there's going to be plenty more in this game. I would love me some Nico Goodrum, some CJ Crone, some Solaire, and DFS. 
Zimmer did pitch a little bit last year, but it was out of the bullpen. He had 18 innings, so this would be his first start. Okay, that's what I thought. All right, all right. So his first start. Congratulations, Mr. Zimmer. Red Sox Mets last night. Pete Alonso hit a bomb. Uh, the story of last night's game, though, between the Sox and the Mets was Zach Godley came in relief, four innings, seven Ks. How about that? You know, he was in the Tigers camp about three weeks ago. Right, but he's been <laughs> so bad for years. He fell off the face. He had that one good fluke season in Arizona, yep. and ever since then he's been bouncing around. But his curveball was really sharp last night, and I know that the game was already kind of out of reach. It was seven to one when he came in in the fifth inning, but it wasn't like the game was over necessarily. So I don't know. Keep an eye on it at the very minimum. Uh, this game has two terrible pitchers, David Peterson at <laughs> all. Again, this is we're at the bottom barrel for pretty pitching. Jose Peraza leading off again. He's bouncing around from the nine hole to leading off, depending he's on betted, if it's a lefty righty matchup. He's betted fifth as well. He betted fifth on Saturday. So uh, yeah, yeah, he's betting anywhere in that lineup. Boston's trying to figure it out still. They're one and three. They can't get any pitching at all. And either they score a ton of runs or they don't score at all. And, uh, you know, Mets have been able to, to score enough, but uh, this pitching matchup tonight is pretty close to a lot of the other pitching matchups of guys that, you know, are probably have less than 50 innings in the majors and have, yeah. have something to prove. Well, here's a better one. Cardinals twins. This is a great series. You got Carlos Martinez going against Homer Bailey. I like this matchup. I love Bailey as a deep league pickup. I think he's going to provide value because he's going to get a lot of wins. If wins is a category, I still believe the, the offense will support him. It's Max Kepler leading off. Uh, Mitch Garver has been really kind of slow to start with his, his stat cast numbers look really dreadful, but you know, he's still, He's still a guy in a great lineup, and when you have all these players around you that can drive in runs, if you could just get on base at all, you're going to be cashing in one way or another probably. Yeah, I mean, Nelson Cruz has been the story so far. Obviously, uh, American League Player of the Week for the three days that we had baseball, but uh, yeah, the Twins are just mashing the ball, and I don't know if this is going to be the best matchup for Homer Bailey. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt's been pitching very, or hitting very well. Uh, Paul yeah. DeYoung is also Paul DeYoung's been killing pretty it. hot. Yeah, he's been deck ass numbers are on fire. He's batting in the four hole there, which uh, that really, really makes this lineup good. Tommy Edmonds going to bat second. Colton Wong leading off. This might not be the best play tonight with Bailey, but keep an eye on this matchup because, Mike, you've been talking Bailey up since March, and you know we'll see what he can show tonight and see if he has any type of value going forward because you can definitely get him on the cheap for the cardinals they'll have carlos martinez starting he hasn't started a game in two years i believe uh last year obviously came out of the bullpen got some saves yeah. was a setup man for a little bit so uh, i expect a good start from him tonight but it's going to be really tough against this twins offense rangers d-backs it's a southwest showdown here's another guy who gets no respect kyle gibson i think this is a guy they signed him for a reason from the twins the twins he had a rocky year last year, but I believe with the right setup, the right circumstances, Kyle Gibson is a, a rosterable starting pitcher on your fantasy team, even in 12-team leagues. We're going to find out if he can prove that to us. Merrill Kelly, eh, underappreciated at times. <laughs> Flashes of decency last year, but that, a lot of inconsistency. That's your lineup. It's Kelly versus Gibson. Rangers offense looked putrid in the Rocky series. The Diamondbacks struggled against the Padres, who really dominated them in the series, even though there were some tight battles in certain innings. Yeah, Padres have looked really good, but going back to Kyle Gibson, he's one of these three guys that I pinpoint when you talk about, you know, kind of sleepers early in the year. And it was Dylan Bundy, which you already hit on the other day, and you're going to have Bailey and Gibson tonight. So if you hit on both of these, you'll start off three for three. Well, bye. Exciting. Speaking of exciting, Walker Buehler, one of the most exciting pitchers in all Major League Baseball is on the bump tonight and watch his velocity. Uh, I posted some of his velocity stats in the quality start video over at Roto Fanatic today. And 
I always think it's important. And Matt Williams has shown me a lot of this. Keep an eye on early season velocities. This is like spring training for some of these guys. And we'll see how many innings and pitches Bueller is allowed to go and what his you know, velos look like. But he's going against Framber Valdez. This is a great matchup in terms of Bueller versus the Astros offense. And I can't wait to see who prevails in this. This is the matchup of the night. Um, obviously, the Astros lead the league in runs. They've been pounding the ball all over the place against the Mariners the last few days. It's going to get a little tougher as they get to go against Bueller. We finally get to watch Bueller pitch this season. Uh, yeah, but check in on that velocity. Some guys are still kind of, you know, ramping up, and other guys, you know, we'll see if they lost a step from, you know, what they are pitching last year and what their velocity was. But uh, this is probably the, the, the absolute pinpointing game that i'm going after framber valdez going for the astros dodgers have started off two and two they have they've, they've had some struggles but uh yeah. I expect them to bounce back and and how many innings do you think we get out of bueller tonight uh i think if we get five that's a bonus five really solid. Do. I'm, I'm thinking four is more realistic based on what he did at the last summer camp outing which was the pre not last friday but the previous friday and he only pitched two innings or so so i'm not sure this is i'm not sure he'll go more than four I think we see like a Tyler Glass now type type deal where he goes four or five and strikes out nine guys. Oh, I, yeah, strikeout wise, I wouldn't be surprised. But George Springer is leading off for the Astros. He's betting sixty three right now. Yeah, sixty three. <laughs> and but everybody else, Altuve, Bregman, Brantley, Gurriel, they're all hitting the ball pretty well. So that's where the problem will come in for Bueller. But they can strike out a lot too. So we'll see. Uh, let's check out the Rockies at the dump of all dumps, the Oakland Coliseum. <laughs> Daniel Magden. Does Daniel Magden still have that mustache? I'd love to know. It's a Raleigh Fingers tribute stash. And Antonio Senzatella. We don't have the lineup for the A's yet, but the Rockies, you know, standard issue. David Dahl, Trevor Story, Blackman, Arenado. That's just a great foursome right there. I love that top four lineup. And uh, Garrett Hampson not playing again, which is unfortunate. Yeah, the, these guys got to get together for the Rockies, though. I mean, Dahl and Story have done their part. They've each have had a couple, you know, decent games. Charlie Bat Blackman's betting 083. He's left a ton of guys on base through the first four matchups. And Aaron Otto really hasn't gotten through yet either. He has no RBIs, no home runs yet. But I think it's going to start busting out maybe this week against the Orioles or against the A's. Uh, but the A's have been looking really good. They looked really good again yesterday. And, uh, you know, they started off, I, I believe, three and one now. So the, uh, this is going to be a tough team for the Rockies to take down. Yeah, that was a tough series against the Angels, too. The Angels are good. That's not that was a great series. Oakland is certainly the competitor for the AOS. Justice Sheffield making his season debut against the Angels. It's Patrick Sandoval. So we got two lefties going head to head. No lineup yet for the Angels, but we do have the Seattle lineup. Shedlong Jr., uh, two steals already. That's really nice. I like him. He doesn't hit for average, but he can, when he gets on base, he will steal bags. Uh, Evan White, his first major league home run last night. Kyle Lewis has been cranking the ball. Very exciting. So this Mariners lineup has pieces in fantasy that you can provide on your team for probably, a, I don't know, home runs, power, uh, average, maybe not so much, but there are enough pieces on this team to help your fantasy team. There's some exciting options. Uh, yeah, Evan White hit a bomb last night. That's his first major league home run. Uh, if they can get anything, if they can get anything from Kyle Seager in the four hole, that really is going to help you out, especially with the way Kyle Lewis has been playing. And you know, you get towards the end of that order, J.P. Crawford, Dylan Moore tonight, and left, and Malik Smith in right field. None of those guys have really done anything yet, and uh, it'd be really, really helpful, especially if that top of the lineup and middle lineup is hitting a lot better. This team needs Mitch Haniger so bad though right now. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to see him this year. In fact, I'd be shocked if he played. There's no reason for him to play. Uh, finally, it's the old classic sand versus sand. Padres versus 
Giants, West Coast. Zach Davies making his debut for the Padres, the Friars, and then Jeff Samarja. Jeff Samarja continues to play baseball mediocrely, and uh, it's not my opinion. The numbers speak for themselves. We don't have the Padres lineup, but we do have the Giants. Uh, you know, Mike Yastrzemski's leading off. Wilmer Flores in the third hole. Alex Dickerson's batting cleanup. Man, this lineup is so bad. I don't know how they won two games against the Giants. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I, I said at the start of the season that the Giants were going to be one team I didn't watch at all. But I, the team to watch in this matchup has been the Padres. They've looked really, really impressive. You know, obviously we talked about Hosmer the other day. Uh, Tatis has gotten off to a good start with five hits. Yeah. And Trent Grisham has been unbelievable. Anybody who was sleeping on him at the start of the year, believe in Trent Grisham. If you have him on your team, you're really excited. Um, he's got he's got four hits now. Uh, you know, bat number two for the Padres. Really great, uh, you know, matchup for him tonight. Uh, so we'll see what they can do. All right, so bottom line, if you had Marlins on your team for the rest of your week, what would you do? <laughs> How do you handle this? This is unprecedented. You yeah, trade I mean, would you trade like the best players? Caleb Smith is a rosterable starter. Do you trade Caleb Smith? What kind of value are you getting in return? I mean, right. Is it too late? Well, I mean, so I could see it if this was maybe, you know, a couple weeks down the road and someone has a really nice lead in their division and maybe they have some extra assets they could maybe gain or yeah. maybe get rid of to to gain someone like a Caleb Smith or you know somebody else within that Marlins lineup that can add value and maybe you you hold on to that guy for two weeks down the road but yeah I mean it's the first week of the season this is not something we expected to happen this soon uh what I don't understand is where are these taxi squads where are these replacement players to come in and play I I haven't heard anything about it well I mean we've had Aquino come up for the Reds players have been popping in we had Tyler Stevenson make his debut and he hit a home run and that was exciting for the Reds. So I've, we've had their players come up. There's just not news. It's just not publicized. They, they just kind of slide right in. So Yeah, I mean, each team kind of has like that set of like three guys that are basically on the call, ready to go at any times. And I, I think that's something that we definitely expected to happen. But I don't think we see it. We thought we were going to see a full outbreak where 14, 14 players, what is it up, 14 or 17 players now and two coaches? Yeah. I think four more maybe have po tested positive today. So I don't think anyone saw an outbreak happening this soon. And, uh, you know, how do you get, you know, that many players to come up and play now? Obviously, Nats don't want to go down to Miami and play. But I've heard some crazy talk of people who are like, just kick Miami out of the out of the league for the year. I'm like, you can't do that. You have time. You can make up these games. It's obviously going to be very difficult for them because they're going to have to play a ton of double headers back to back. But, uh, you know, I, I wish them the best and I wish Major League Baseball the best because if they fuck this up, it's it's not going to look really good. Uh, you know, this is their one chance to get it right. Yeah. I'm so glad I chose the Marlins in our MLB pool. That was great. <laughs> That's not fair, man. I demand a recount. This is bullshit. They were winning, too. They beat the Phillies twice. It was a good pick. <sighs> oh. All right. Oh, well. All right. So let's put a quickie. We went way too long for a quickie. Sorry about that. But hey, it's OK. There's a lot of games. We got a full slate tonight. Minus the Marlins and the Phillies and the Yankees. So, wow, that was yep. a lot of games, it seemed like. All right, we're out of here. This has been the Bye. Baseball Quickie for Wednesday, Tuesday. What day is this? Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Tuesday, 540. Tuesday. All right, don't forget, tomorrow, tomorrow we'll have Baseball Pod's very own Chris live on the show for Wednesday's full episode of the Hey, It's Enrico Palazzo Baseball Podcast. Thank you for listening. We're out of here. Bye. Woo! 
Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 